In today's episode, I chat with the founder of the Faithful Life Planner. Tune in because Erica has a growing online community with helpful resources. Welcome to Plan a Life You Love podcast. My name is Nikki, and every Wednesday there's a new episode where I could talk about best practices on planning, time management, health and wellness, where I get to chat with a planner friend. Hit the subscribe button so you can be notified of new episodes. Follow me on Instagram at Nikki J Plans, N-I-K-K-I-J Plans, and check out the link in my bio to find out other ways you can support this podcast. Hi, friends. Today's guest, owns a planner brand that can help you with far more than just planning your days. Welcome to Plan a Life You Love podcast, Erica. How are you? And tell me about yourself. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Um, So yeah, I created and sell a planner called the Faithful Life Planner, which I know we're going to talk about today. I'm a mom of four kids and I live just north of Chicago. So that's that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) So Erica, why did you start Faithful Life Planner and what did you learn throughout the process of designing this brand? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've been blogging for a long time, um, especially when my kids were small. I enjoyed writing and just it was a creative outlet for me and just felt like it was an avenue to be able to share the things that God was teaching me. And over time, that community grew um, into a community called Faithful Moms. And as I was hearing feedback from the women in our community, one thing I kept hearing over and over again was the struggle to not just manage all the things, but to really make sure that first and foremost in our lives was Christ. And with the busyness of life, with all of the things that we face day in and day out. I was hearing women struggle with keeping their time in the word and in prayer a priority and not always the priority, but really being consistent with it. And so I just really started praying and asking the Lord what I could do to help support all of us, to support women in really drawing close to the Lord and keeping him first in our lives. And, um, you know, I, I think we often say, oh, I know God said this, but so often we might have, we might have an inclination that he's leading a certain way, but it's really not until we can look back and see and think, I really feel like the Lord's hand was on that. And similarly, I felt like God was really leading me to do something, but there was still a lot of question marks for me. Like, am I just, is this just something I want to do? Or is this really how God is leading? But it is one of those times where I felt I mean, the whole idea for the planner, exactly how I wanted it to look, all of it, I just, it was so impressed upon me. And I remember sketching it out and then just continuing to pray over it and say, Lord, I feel like this is what you're leading me to do, but, and then, you know, insert my list of excuses and roadblocks that I saw to creating the planner. Um, And yet I continued to just lift it up to the Lord and say, okay, if this is from you, then please open the doors and make a way. And that first year, I mean, it was absolutely incredible to see the way that the the Lord provided and the way that the whole planner came together. And it was 
um, from finding a designer to having it printed, which we did locally, to selling out in like a week and a half. It was absolutely incredible. And um, then to hear testimony of how God was using this planner in the lives of women just was such an answer to prayer. And so the Lord has blessed it and grown it every single year. And production, of course, looks different. But I think one of the biggest things I learned is it's that familiar story, right, of our, our of the loaves and the fish that our responsibility is to bring what we have, to do what we can, and then we trust the results to the Lord. And that really is the whole message of the planner. In fact, in embossed in gold foil on the back of the planner says faithfulness over success because I really believe that that is what we've been called to is to to be faithful where we are and with what we have and then we trust the results to the Lord. Oh I love that so much. Oh um as I was listening to you I you know throughout my walk with Jesus what I've learned is that our heavenly father is a very detailed oriented father. Hmm. And while you were sharing your experience of building your brand, designing the planner, I was like, wow, he, he was walking you through that whole process and enlightening you and giving you all the building blocks that you needed to start your brand. So what, what a blessing to listen to your story. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so on your website, you share that God calls us to a different agenda. Tell me more about that. And how can your planner help us fulfill what God called us to do? Yeah. So it really goes back to that message of faithfulness over success, right? Because I think when we look around us or, man, I just even personally thinking, I just was thinking about this this morning as I was journaling how so much of my my life has been achievement focused you know it's it's what's the next step what do i need to do next it, i mean it starts as kids right we're trying to get good grades or do well in sports and then we graduate and it's this continuous building and achieving and proving ourselves almost and yet um while the world tells us to achieve more or do more or be busy or prove yourself that's not what God says at all. He says, you are already chosen. You are already accepted. You are already loved. There is nothing you can, no more you can do or no less you can do. Nothing is going to change my love for you. And so living out of that place of already being chosen, already being accepted, already being loved, it changes everything. And, um, you know, God does call us to be faithful with the things that he's given us. That doesn't mean sitting back and doing nothing. I mean, that still includes hard work and, and developing the gifts he's given us and, and using our, our brains and our minds and applying ourselves. But also it means that we have the freedom to not be so fixated on the numbers and the results our job is to do what's within our control and trust the results to the Lord, to show up in our places, um, you know, where God has placed us and among the people where he has placed us. And in the planner, really, one of the things I always talked about in creating the planner is that, you know, this isn't going to, the planner isn't going to do it for you, but what the planner gives you is space to slow down, to pause, and to really 
reevaluate and reflect on where are we and how are we living intentionally? Are we listening to God's voice and then walking forward in the ways that we feel he's leading us? And then to say, okay, I've moved these few steps. Now let's prayerfully look again. Am I on the right track? Do I feel like God is leading in a different direction? And so it puts those purposeful pauses in place. And so um, there's just a lot of um, reflection space in there, prompts to help us think, heart checks. It starts with kind of a yearly overview of um, there's some purpose questions in there. What is What do we feel like God is uh, leading us to this year? What is our purpose for the year? And then it's kind of broken down quarterly. We have quarterly goals and intentions. And then there are monthly reflection pages and then also perspective pages. So as we look ahead and then at the end of the month when we look back and then built in weekly and daily. So it sounds like a lot, but really it just becomes a part of our rhythm for our days. But these things are purposefully placed in the planner to help us stay on track and to to stay the course really. Tell me about the planners you offer and how did you design it to make it an all-in-one solution? Okay. Yeah, that's great. So I've always been a journaler. I've always journaled my quiet times, journaled my prayers, journaled my thoughts, journaled what I'm learning. And um, back to when I was creating the planner and just really trying to help us as women start with the Lord first, instead of opening up this plan book where we have this list of to-dos and we feel so overwhelmed before we've even started the day. I wanted, when we opened up our planner, it to be like this deep breath and this place to breathe where we could start right in the presence of the Lord with his peace and with his purpose and then move forward into our days. And so in addition to you know, your typical planner stuff with calendars and to-dos and daily habits and things like that. Um, There is a section each week for both your quiet time or message notes. So if you're going to church or if you're listening to a podcast, um, you have space there to put that in. There's a weekly pause to keep scripture memory and prayer requests and ways that we're serving and blessing others. Um, There's a space for quiet time so that You can record either the verses that you are reading, the things that stand out. You could write out your prayers, whatever your time with the Lord looks like. There's space for you to journal it there. And then even in your daily sections, we start every day with, what do I get to enjoy today? So starting with gratitude. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. (laughs) There are some seasons that have been incredibly difficult and the what do I get to enjoy today might be as simple as I get to drink my coffee in peace and quiet. Same here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then ending the day with what was great about today. So it might not, you know, it kind of gets us out of that frame of um, maybe falling into a rut of being thankful for the same things. Not that that's a bad thing, but to look specifically at today, even if it was the crummiest day on the planet, can I find at least one thing that was great about today? And can I thank the Lord for that and really refocus on, you know, where the Lord has brought me today and, and how I can praise him for that. So really it's the journaling piece, it's the quiet time piece, as well as the very necessary functional pieces of daily planning as well, all in one. 
Erica, thank you for your transparency because that journey that you described so beautifully, it's normal. It's okay mm -hmm. to go through all of those different seasons of life. And um, I'm intrigued about how you're going to respond to this next question because it's a, a really good segue. How does your planner help live a more peaceful and purposeful life? Yeah. So I think in addition to what I mentioned earlier about just having those purposeful pauses, instead of staying on the hamster wheel to hop off and to take a moment to breathe and reflect and spend some time in the presence of the Lord, I think that first and foremost is one of the biggest pieces. Because while we all might have great intentions of doing that or feel inspired to do that, we can't stop at inspiration. We have to actually then take the time and do it. And so the planner really, again, it has, it's almost like accountability built in too, because when you're opening up your planner and you're seeing it there, it's the reminder to say, okay, hang on a second. I am going to stop before I do all of these other things. And I am going to take these five minutes and I'm going to just sit in the presence of the Lord or Maybe it's that I'm going to read these few verses or I'm going to spend this time reflecting on those things I have to be grateful for. Um, but then also because of the prompts in there, it's, it is keeping us on track. So we, in the planner, there is space, I mentioned this before, for um, quarterly goals and intentions. And so basically then there's prompts in the planner every month, every week to go back to those things. It's almost like I, I picture a funnel in my, in my mind. So we're coming up with the big picture and then the prompts in the planner help you to take the steps toward those things and to continue to make sure that we are staying on track, that we are living purposefully and that we're doing the things that we, not just a new year's resolution at the beginning of the year that we forget about by February 1st, <laughs> but <laughs> But how are we actually now incorporating these things, integrating them into our days and moving forward in that? But I will also say that in addition to the prompts and things like that, I think sometimes it's just so easy for us, especially as believers, to kind of have that checklist mentality of like, okay, here's my to-do list. And it includes, okay, I got to get my quiet time in, or I have to, you know, work on my scripture memory. And Yes, those things are good. And we want to make sure that we are continuing in those. I mean, those are spiritual habits that help us to grow for sure. And those things are important. But I think one of the beautiful things about some of these questions in here is to remember that we're not just machines checking things off of a to-do list, that this is really an invitation to sit in the presence of God, to listen to his voice, and also to check our own hearts, to see what's actually going on with within us. We are, God has created us as these incredibly complex human beings who aren't, I mean, we are not just spiritual creatures. Our souls reside inside of human bodies and those human bodies are filled with emotions and I mean, the physiologically and emotionally, like we have all these different components and those are things we need to pay attention to and to live really as embodied believers who are um, listening to the voice of God and integrating that into all aspects of our lives. And so 
I know it sounds like a huge promise that a planner is going to totally transform your life <laughs> when I'm talking about this. But I think just because we, you know, it, it does give space to reflect on some of these things that maybe don't come naturally to us or that we're not always, it's not front of mind. And this puts it right there in front of us and gives us space and opportunity to just slow down and look at things that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise. And I think just with that, um, there comes a lot more peace and purpose. Whenever I interview a believer, I ask this question, um, how do you live a Jesus-centered life? Mm, That is a great question. Um, You know, I don't want to sound cliche-ish, but honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with drawing close to Jesus. Um, We, when I think about um, people who have made a huge difference in my life, I think about my grandparents and they have made a profound difference in my life. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be who I am without them. But also if I didn't spend the time with them that I have spent with them, I, I wouldn't know who they are. I wouldn't know their habits and their mannerisms. I wouldn't be affected as deeply as I have been without just countless hours and minutes and time sitting with them and talking with them and listening to them and living with them. And I have been so shaped by their influence. But when we look at that very, you know, I think that's a a situation a lot of people can relate to that we are shaped by the people we spend time with. And so if we want to live a life that is centered on Jesus, it means spending time with Jesus. It means looking at who he was, how he lived, how he treated people, how he loved people. It's And this is not a bash on the church at all. I believe in the church. I love the church. I believe that, um, you know, it's the foundation. But I also think that in churches, we can often get so um, married to our, our sacred cows is what comes to mind, but so married to tradition or the ways things have always been that sometimes we miss out on the ways of Jesus because of something that we've just always done. And so if we really want to live Jesus-centered lives, I believe firmly that it comes from getting to know who Jesus is, just spending time in prayer, just spending time in the scriptures, um, to really listening to the heart of Jesus and, and listening to how the Holy Spirit then is going to speak to us. And kind of going back to what I said earlier, I think that when we do that, we are and we are we are honestly coming before the Lord, where we are opening our hearts, again, not just coming to a checklist. I think there are things that are asked of us. I think naturally that leads to then um, like prompting by the Holy Spirit to say, okay, so now this looks like, and then we have to dive into emotional healing, looking at our past. I mean, this is where I think all of those things, we are interconnected Um you know, our physiology, our emotions, our spirituality, all of those things work hand in hand. And so we have to look at, if we really want to hear the voice of the Lord, it also means looking at some of those things where we have mistaken the voice of God because of maybe 
trauma or past hurts or history and things like that. So that's a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's a super important piece of really growing individually so that as we um, are spending time with the Lord, we can discern God's voice from other voices or other influences that can be very strong within us as well. My grandparents were the ones that took me to church when I was a little girl. So my first memories about Christianity are wrapped around them. So what Mm. you just shared was very meaningful to me. Mm. Thank you. Um, So on your website, you shared a scenario. If a customer asked if they should still order a faithful life planner if they already have a 2022 planner. Mm -hmm. I love the response you gave. Could you please share that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I basically just said, you know, if your goal for this year is to like crush your goals and be the best of the best and all the things, then this isn't a planner for you. Because while we think success is important and while we want you to meet, you know, set good goals and meet your goals, really our goal is not to force things to happen. Um, Our goal really with the planner is to help you to plan your day according to how God is leading. We want to help you to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And we want to help you live that out to really live an integrated life. And so um, again, just back to that faithfulness, not success. We want to help you live with faithfulness in those places where God has placed you as your first goal. And then the results What success looks like, I mean, that's a very subjective answer, but that, the results, we leave up to the Lord. Our goal is to help you walk by faithfulness. So if that's your goal, if your goal is to grow in your relationship with the Lord and to live according to how he is leading you, then by all means, get the Faithful Life Planner. You have an online community and an Instagram page at Faithful Moms. What resources are currently offered And what are your plans to continue to grow the community? Yeah, so currently, um, yeah, we do a lot. We're mostly present on Instagram. We are on Facebook too, but Instagram is where we hang out a lot more. We like Instagram. (laughs) Um, And we have an email newsletter. So we send out a weekly devotional that corresponds with the planner. So every week in the planner, there is a scripture or a faith-based quote. And so we send out... um, you know, devotional based on that, just to kind of refocus our hearts for the week ahead. Um, And we have a Facebook community group where people can ask questions and just connect with one another. But our next big plan is to create a membership. And this has been something that has been on my heart for years. And it's just been kind of up to the Lord's timing. And we feel like now is the time where we're moving ahead with that. And a lot of that is to help us again, to slow down, to not add in one more Bible study and one more thing to do. And one more thing where we're just speeding up and trying to achieve this Christian life (laughs) really, but to slow down and say, how am I really drawing near to the Lord and how am I growing in him? So it's that idea of slow and deep growth. I think we can often overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year. And so instead of saying, okay, we're going to spend the next day or next week learning about prayer, and then we're moving on to the next thing. 
we're going to take some of those spiritual habits and we are going to really go deep, dive in and make it um, a habit that sticks. We're looking for growth and consistency and long-term gain versus just a quick check it off your list for now. And so we are super excited about that, about the teaching and the accountability and the connecting and just the safe place that it will be for women to come to get into the scriptures, to grow, to draw near to Jesus and to connect with one another. You have a blog post about the best Bible options for kids. Please share these resources and where can we find this blog post for future reference? Oh yeah, great question. So um, the blog post is just at faithfulmoms.org forward slash kids Bibles. And um, on there, I've really shared some of the ones that have worked really well for for my family. So again, I have four kids and I wrote this a few years ago. They're a couple years older now. Um, but we have found certain Bibles that worked really well. I also used to lead children's ministry. And so seeing kind of what the majority of kids really gravitated to, um, just shared out of that experience. But I will say one thing, knowing your goal of what type of Bible are you looking for? Are you looking for a storybook based Bible where it's the concepts of what the Bible said, or are you looking for a word for word translation? Um, and in that blog post, I just give some suggestions of how to pick a Bible. So I've given some suggestions for Bibles that we've found really helpful for the kids, um, which translations and things like that, but also just some questions to help you decide for your kids or for your grandkids, how to pick, um, you know, a Bible that would meet those kids where they're at um, for that age or for that season of life or for your goals for them in how they're growing. So yeah, that's at faithfulmoms.org forward slash kids Bibles. Erica, you're on several social platforms. Where can we find you on social media? So the best place is on Instagram and it's just at faithfulmoms. That's where we hang out most. Um, we are on Facebook also, but we haven't been quite as active there. And actually, I'm not even going to give the handle just because we're working on transitioning that page. It used to be a personal page and now it's the blog one. So Instagram is really the best place at Faithful Moms. Thank you so much, Erica, for your time today. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Great to be with your community here. Friends, follow Erica's Instagram page at Faithful Moms. Thank you. And until next time. This was a meaningful episode. I hope you liked it as much as I did. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit the subscribe button. If you're using Anchor, tap favorite at the bottom. It'll notify you when there are new episodes. Share this podcast with your friends. Plan a Life You Love is available in a variety of listening platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and many others. If you have suggestions of planner topics you'd like me to cover, please message me on Instagram at Nikki J Plans, N-I-K-K-I-J Plans, or leave a voice message on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time.